Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. A good friend is like a four-leaf clover, hard to find, lucky to have. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, AJ, with my co-host, Eric. You should have said that in an Irish accent, AJ. Try that again in an Irish accent. Uh, okay, we all know how my accents are now. I said try so, it. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. Hmm? Oh, God, here we go. A good friend is like a four-leaf <laughs> clover, <laughs> hard to Dude, find, and lucky, lucky charm, to have. Guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're not the lucky charms guy <laughs> that's oh my. my only reference dude it's that magically was... delicious that's, oh, that's my only my goodness. <laughs> that's my that was reference, pretty dude. dang good you know i'm not gonna lie that was really really good good job aj let's hear your irish accent dude well i don't know the quote a good friend is like a four-leaf clover hard to find and lucky to have irish a good friend is lucky to have there that's all i could do but that's all you could probably remember. And, and your accent's better than mine. Maybe a little Let's bit. Let's go with that. It's less uh, high-pitched and, like, I don't sound like a cereal <laughs> character. Dude, don't hate on the cereal, man. That cereal's delicious. And that cereal is bomb, for sure. We are doing a special St. Patrick's Day episode, in case you haven't noticed by the start of this conversation. Yes, sir. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And for those of you who are not just looking for green beer, we got some whiskey talk. Let's do it. Drink responsibly. and. Party hard today. Today. Mm -hmm. We are going to start with reviewing something very special to Eric's heart. Something that makes <laughs> him nice and warm on the inside. The equivalent of your Jack Daniels. The equivalent of my JD. JD to AJ is, oh, you wish. Bushmills is what we're going to be talking about today. Specifically the one that's aged 16 years. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited for this. I, I did a little reading on how it was uh, the process of uh, maturing it, and um, I'm excited. Well, let's get this party started with a little cork pop. Go for it. Uh huh. Ooh. Wow. Nice. Do you have your pour ready? No. Pour it out. Want, dude. You want me to pour it? Pour it. Let's get the little audio on pour. Hear it. Yeah. Now that's that nice. is a nice pour. That's nice. Very nice pour. It's got a nice brown color to it. Really copperish. Very, very nice. I like it. How is it compared color-wise to the other Bushmills you've had? Um, it's a little little bit darker. It's a little a tad bit darker. Um, Bushmills is a little bit on the light side, I would say. Lighter side, maybe not light, but lighter side. Mm -hmm. Um, and this one's a tad bit darker. This one's a tad bit darker, and I'm assuming because of how long it's been aged. I think oh, it definitely. Gets, it gets darker as it's aged longer. Yep, because so, of the barrels that it's in. So, you know, naturally, it, it will be a little bit darker. So, yeah, it's a nice color. Well, good news for you, Eric. This is a 40% ABV, so you're not going to choke this time when yes. doing your taste. Good. Thank you for the heads up on that one, AJ. Uh, let's see a little talk about this bottle here. It is aged in Oloroso sherry cast and bourbon cast uh, before finishing in a port pipes 
this rare single malt whiskey is deep amber in color with notes of, I'm not going to say the notes yet because we're going to see if we can identify it on our own palate. Sounds good to me. Let's, uh, shall we dig in? Dig in, give it a little nose. Shall we nose it? Oh, so dude, this, this smells so damn good. It does smell good. But in terms of uh, appearance or color, I wanted to be a little more um, a little more accurate. And I found a better description online. It's a deep honey amber color. I could see that. It's very yeah. nice. Um, I could smell. It smells a little sweet to me. It's very sweet on the nose. A little bit, Extremely you sweet. know, a little bit um, fruity mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm, yeah, it smells. It smells nice. It smells really nice. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't pack a punch when I'm when I'm smelling it. So um, it doesn't sting the nostrils. So that's nice too. I get a little nuttiness on the nose, like mm-hmm. a little bit of a peanut on there. Mm. Peanut butter jelly favorite. time. Spice. Spice. Peanut butter jelly time. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter jelly. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a taste. Ooh. Go for I get some berries on it too though, like um like dark um maybe like a blackberry on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't give it a taste. Give it a taste. Okay. Now that I'm giving it a taste, first of all, smooth. Mm. Definitely smooth. Uh it doesn't sting the throat either. So it didn't sting the nostrils, it didn't sting the throat. I'm getting a sort of I'm getting the the a little bit of honey and spice at the same time. And uh, maybe a little bit woodsy. I don't know if it's because of it's eight because it's aged in um, sherry barrels, right? Um, it's in uh, Oloroso sherry, also bourbon casks, and then finished in pipe ports. I'm mm, oh, yeah, sorry, so... port pipes. Let me try that again. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a, a woodsy, and not like woodsy, like you know, foresty, but more like woodsy cast, you know, uh, cast barrels. Um. Like wood barrel wood mm-hmm. taste. Um, yeah, and the honey and the spice is what I'm getting. I get honey. I get I get all that. I'm also getting orange on there. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting like an orange fruit on there. Like a citrus? Yes, yeah, citrusy, but not lime or lemon, specifically orange. Oh, dang. Very specific. You know, this is really good. I like it. It better be good for the price point. Yes, yeah, so this bottle here, um, picked up at Total Wine, it is a $135 bottle. So it's definitely high up there. And if you're going to find it at your little brick and mortars, uh, most likely it's going to be a lot more than that. I personally have never seen it before, but since I know Eric loves Bushmills so much and mm-hmm. it's above his limit for whiskey, I'm like, you know, I'll pick one up. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said last episode, I picked this up with his, his in uh, honor. In his honor, mm-hmm. you know, with Eric in mind, I'm like, he's going to enjoy you. this. I've never had Bushmills before, so I can't really compare it to other ones. Um, I know you're a big Bushmills guy, Eric. So how would you compare this one to past other ones that you've had? You know, it's it's very uh, it's a lot smoother and it's it's rich. It's richer. I don't know if that's Mm. a word. It's more rich, like creamy. Yeah, not not necessarily creamy. Just uh, the flavors are a little more explosive. Oh, okay. Um, So it's it's more tasteful and something I would I enjoy far more than a regular um bushmills and um maybe even pair it with like a cigar or some chocolate or something but this is way more enjoyable whereas regular bushmills you know i'll throw in some coke if i want to with you know some ice or you know 
drink it really quickly or as a shot or something like that. This, it just, I just want to sit down and really enjoy it. And I am, I'm really, really enjoying this. It's good. Yeah, it's How so good. You? It's your first, uh, you're break, popping your cherry, your Bushmills cherry. <laughs> well, speaking of Bushmills cherry, I do get cherry on it too. Tasting this guy, get a little bit like a, like a deeper cherry, not the, um, uh, not the maraschino cherries, but regular cherries ones have the pit in them. Yeah. Okay. It, Getting that kind of flavor on here. Um, I agree. I think it would pair nicely with a cigar. And in the past episodes, we've discussed doing a future episode, which we still haven't done yet, of doing like tasting pairing with whiskey with different kind of foods. I brought up how I love baking with whiskey. Any kind of whiskey I'll go baking with. Mm-hmm. I never thought chocolate would go well, but since I'm getting the orange notes on here, um, I do see where you're coming from. I picture like a dark chocolate. Yeah, I was going to say that one. exact thing. Dark chocolate. Yes. Something that's it's not really too good. creamy, not too sweet, nice though, because dark chocolate has a little bit of a bitterness to it, and I think that will pair nicely with the sweetness because of the Oloroso sherry cast, um, with this whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. It's very delicious. Um, I'm gonna, I want to try. I want to drink a little bit more. I'm almost finished with it. You gave me a sample, and I'm almost done with it. But damn, um, you pound it quick, dude. It's good. I'm just, I'm sipping on it, <laughs> but I'm sipping on it quickly. So I'm really enjoying it. Should we uh, wait a little bit more before we give it our uh, Brothers of the Dram ranking? Well, we can do the ranking now, but normally after the ranking, we do the drop. But I beyond that, let me try that again. Or rating? Yeah, I don't want to drop it, dude. I, I don't, I don't want to drop it either. I think it's too good to be dropped. Dude, that's the first time in Ooh. Brothers of the Dram history where we just rather not. And we actually agree on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, normally I say, uh, fuck it, let's do it for science, but mm-hmm. nah, not this time. I, I think you I'm know what? Stick with fuck the it. science. <laughs> We're drinking this straight. It's and too good. It's good, man. I really enjoy it. I think also with the fact that it's only 40% ABV, um, it's not high enough proof. Where Because if, if we do the water drop with this amount of whiskey left in the glass, it's going to totally cut down the the punch, which actually, to be honest, there's no punch in this, but it's going to take away, in my opinion, possibly take away some of the flavors. And even though I should do it for mm-hmm. our listeners, I'm sorry, I'm not going to. No water drop today. Sorry, listeners. I mean, it could enhance the flavors. It really could. But at this point, I'm enjoying it so much. I don't care. <laughs> it's that good. I'm, I'm really liking this. And I might be, you know, bussing an AJ here and being extra biased because biased. I do love Bushmills. Bias bitch. But excuse me. What? Come again. Bias bitch. Okay. I am. I might be being. I might. Uh, yeah. I think I'm being unbiased, and I'm trying to be. Because and I think that kind of proves it with your reaction to it. So I think it's fucking delicious. Yeah. I I don't want to say I'm speechless because I'm not. Like my shoes are. You know. What do they say? Uh, knock your socks off type of thing. But mm-hmm. for me, not, you know, I enjoy Irish whiskey. Like I've mentioned multiple times, I enjoy all whiskey. But I do have uh, like scotches, scotch and bourbons are my top two. And Eric loves Canadian and Irish. So for me, not being a huge Irish guy and for me to be blown away with how good this whiskey is, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely one. If you see it at the proper price that's affordable to you, buy it. Get it. Get it. Do not stop. And as what episode was it? It was one of the early episodes. We talked about marketing and the look of a decanter and stuff like that. 
this bottle here comes in a nice box. Um, it's like a, how would you explain it? Like a maroon type color. And then the shape of the bottle is different than regular Bushmills. It's a little shorter, a little wider. And it has a mm -hmm. like unique, what's the word we feel like, like cutouts to the bottle? Embossed. What's, in, what's still embossed on the sides like regular Bushmills, but the bottom is a little different. It has like a, a different, like a diamond type cut. Oh yeah, it's like a decorative cut to it. Yes. At the base of it. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, really nicely packaged in the box. It's like, it fits really snug in the box. You have to like, you know, pry it out a little bit because it's perfectly, you know, placed in the box with some foam. And um, the I love the sort of, yeah, like you said, like the burgundy sort of type color to the label. And then the bottle is different because um, Bushmills is a little taller and then it has a cork, whereas regular Bushmills um, just has like a cap, twist off cap, I believe. Um, so it's really nicely presented, really nice. And I like it. And I think it won like an award for like, uh, for last year, it won some kind of like Flaviar community award. I don't know what Flaviar is, but, uh, Flaviar, if it's the one I'm thinking about, it's an online, uh, we talked about it back when we talked about like memberships and clubs, mm -hmm. uh, Flaviar is that membership one we could pay monthly and they send you like four or no, I'm sorry, three different whiskeys to try and mm. then you can use like store credit to purchase the bottle or something like that oh i see i see okay so it's a reputable website i guess you could say yeah definitely a lot of people are members of it i personally am not uh because i'm already members i'm already a member at two other places um but yeah it's definitely one that people could check out yeah it's one um what did it win at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition, it won this. Uh, it received the single malt gold in 2012 and a double gold in 2013. I don't know what single or double gold means, but sounds like a good award. I would assume double is better than single, but for all I know, maybe it's not. But either way, it's, yeah. it got an award. Yeah. So it's uh, it's nice, man. It's really, really nice. All On right, that brother. note. On that are note, you, exactly. Are you I was ready about to, to go rate there. it? I think it's time, dude. What are you gonna rate? I'm How many gonna drams you, are you gonna give this? I'm one? gonna go. I'm gonna let you go first because I already know what I'm gonna say. And then this is your first time, so you go first, ladies first. Uh, you're such a gentleman, such uh -huh. a gentleman. I am gonna give this, and just listen. Don't let me try this again, just so the listeners know. If I have not been open about this before, I take a lot of things into consideration when I rank uh, whiskey. Not only do I take the flavor. The look of it, I also look at the presentation. So I give extra points based on the uniqueness of the decanter and possibly the box that it comes in if it comes in a box. So wow. with that said, this Irish whiskey here, I'm giving it a 4.4. Whoa. You know, 4.4. This okay. is a great, great whiskey. Okay, nice. Um, the way I rank, I don't necessarily want to personally put um presentation into the mix i want to i i want to stick strictly into flavor and what i get when it goes into my mouth and down my throat down my throat and I, that's all i want to base it on how did wait, it taste wait one second yeah i took another sip and i want to bump mine up to a 4.6 whoa i feel i feel it gets better as you you drink it more it's, that's always nice the sweetness and it, you know, once your palate is coated with the different with the whiskey, it does enhance, and you can pull out more flavors. And now I'm getting even more of the chocolate on there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm I uh, 
I, I do love it. 4. 6. I do love it when you you drink some whiskey and then it just gets better. Yes. After sip. That's always a good thing for me. Um, and this one is kind of doing that as well. Maybe not as intense as you, but um, I enjoyed it from the beginning a lot. And my original ranking that I had in mind is the same as yours, AJ. It's 4.6, possibly 4.7 if I'm going to be biased. But right. I'm going to stick with 4.6. Because it's delicious. It has to be for the price point and and for how long it's aged. It has to be delicious, and it delivered. It definitely delivered. Yeah, it definitely does deliver. You know, I it is aged sixteen years. I do personally think the price point is kind of high. You know, and that's the MSRP from an actual you know big store. Um, mm -hmm. But just the uniqueness of the different flavors I'm getting out of this Irish whiskey. That's why. Um, and again, this is the second time in a row you and I have actually agreed on a ranking. Um, but 4.6 drams, I think it hits the nail on the on the head, bro. It's definitely worth picking up if you can find it. And if I find another bottle, I'm really considering picking up a second to have when I finish this one. Nice, yeah that that would be that would be nice. Um, this could be the one that takes me into a different price point as well. So if I were to see it, I may just be willing to buy it for special occasions you know to go through it in a you know a, a long time you know take sips here and there or special occasions or whatever but um it may be something that pushes me into that price point because yeah i really enjoy it oh yeah don't get me wrong just because i have the bottle and you and i are both sipping out of this bottle right now does not mean it's gonna be my daily sipper or the one i crack open once a month this is gonna sit on my shelf for a while and it is going to be enjoyed, can be enjoyed during special occasions or very one-off situations. For example, mm -hmm. when you come over again, Eric, I'm sure you're going to want some more. So we'll bust it open for that again. Oh, hell um, yeah. But Maybe normally it's not going to be every Friday. Oh, dude, definitely with cigar. But here's the thing, though. If we're talking about cigars with this, um, I would not go with a Maduro. I would not go with something from, uh, what's we call it? I'm drawing a blank on the location right now. Wow. Nicaragua? Thank you. I would not go something from there. I would go something very light, maybe a Connecticut wrapper, mm. because of this being such a light whiskey with a punch of the, yes, it does have the dark chocolate on there. Yes, it does have little oak nutty notes, but the fruit forwardness of this with the orange that I really pulled out, the orange citrus, mm -hmm. um, I would not want it to be overpowered by a strong cigar. So a light body Connecticut wrapper. Um, or mm -hmm. if, you, if you're a big cigar person, um, I know one of our listeners is, the um, AVO 2021 Connecticut, that was a limited release. That cigar, and actually, Eric, I think I have six left. So Ooh. we will bust out that cigar with this whiskey. Let's do I it, yeah. it would pair perfectly with it. Yeah, you have a really good point. Because I normally, again, I'm not a big cigar guy either. But um, I normally like the darker wrappers. And um, I think you're right where I think it's something lighter would pair better with this because I think something stronger and darker would probably overpower the whiskey and it wouldn't mesh well. But um, this was this was solid, man. Yeah, we're going to have to do that and chocolate and all that good stuff. I think if you do find this bottle and like you said, if you you're willing to, to you know, go out of your regular zone to buy this bottle, if you find it, I think when you do eventually finish it, this might be a nice infinity bottle for you because the look of the bottle alone is amazing. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. I was trying to I was trying to make the um, the smoke wagon my infinity bottle because it's so nice. But this could mm-hmm. be, you know, one as well, especially with that price point. I, I would feel bad um, throwing it away. You know, I feel like I would I would have to keep it somehow. Maybe it could be like a what's it called? Because you said, you know, it should be for different types of whiskeys. So what I need. Since this is single malt, should I have a, a single malt infinity bottle or just Irish whiskey infinity bottle? When it comes to Irish whiskey, I include that with my regular infinity bottle that has everything other than scotch. I do keep my scotch separate mm. because with scotch, when it has the smokiness of the smoky flavors in there, you're mainly looking at peat. And peat is so overpowering mm-hmm. that if you mix peat with this whiskey, for example, It'll you're be not going to be able to taste the Bushmill. Oh, hands down. Mm-hmm. It'd be like taking that Maduro yeah. cigar with this guy. It's going to overpower it. Oh, okay, so you'll throw in, you'll have an Infinity bottle. You'll throw in Irish, Canadian, anything you want in there. I'll throw in Indian, bourbon, um, Irish. Uh, yeah, everything Japanese. except my scotch. Japanese, yep. I throw mm-hmm. all oh, that okay. in there. Okay. Um, the only, I do keep my blended scotch and my single malt scotch separate. Oh, okay, but scotch. But scotch, yeah. So if it's scotch, I have my own scotch infinity bottle, which I have in a, where are those? I forgot what they're called. They're the 1.75 liter of uh, Chivas Regal, but it's on a mm. rotating stand. So you don't actually oh. pick it up when you pour it. I can't think of the, the exact, you know, proper name of it. Mm-hmm. But I use that for my scotch because Chivas is a scotch brand. And Chivas was my grandfather's favorite scotch. That's why I use it for my infinity bottle. And oh, then nice. for my bourbon, I use an old school, not old school. I use a, a bullet. A 1.75 of Bullet, and I also have a 1.75 of Eagle Rare. Um, those two bottles I use for my bourbon since I have a lot Bullet? more. Other. Dude, you need to upgrade to a nicer bottle. You know, it works for now. It's a 1.75 liter, and what I did, I took the Bullet uh, sticker off, the you know, the orange label around uh-huh. it. So with the embossed of Bullet on there, the way it is embossed in the glass, it uh-huh, looks, looks like a like 1940s style. So I, I like it. Mm, it looks like some moonshine or something. I wouldn't go as far as moonshine, but it looks like the old Bar. school bottles that they had back in the day on like in in movies when they show like the bars. Mm-hmm. It looks like one of those when they don't have labels. Oh, on them. It's okay. just like an embossed glass bottle. Yeah, I guess that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Not bad. But yeah, I would definitely if I had this bottle as an empty, it it would start my new infinity bottle for sure. Good stuff. I like it. Let me have it when you're done. Uh, I, I don't know if I can, dude. I kind of like Negative. it. Negative, dude. But I will tell you this. I'll tell you what the notes are on the label. Okay. It has it on the label? Yeah. So it has three notes listed on the label. It says dark fruit, nuts, and spice. Ooh, there you go. So we nailed it with the spice. Yep. The spice. We talked about the nuttiness of it. We also talked about the like blackberry flavor, which is dark fruit. Um, It doesn't say, obviously, there's, again, we've talked about this in past episodes. When it comes to nosing and tasting whiskey, it's all subjective. So you could tell me that this tastes like scrambled egg sandwich. I don't know what a scrambled egg sandwich is. But if you have that, you could say it tastes like that. That's your choice. Mm. But I'm mm. sure if you go online and look at people's reviews of this specific whiskey, um, they're going to have different notes than we had. Some, yeah. some, some will overlap, but not everyone's going to be the same. Yeah, I wonder if part of the, the taste that that makes it so good is that it's it's aged in two types of of cast so a bourbon cast and then a sherry cast so i don't know if it's like first sherry and then bourbon or 
how that works, but I'm assuming that makes it unique in a way and, and very tasteful, in my well, opinion. The uniqueness, especially with the sherry, it's not, it's not regular sherry, it's Oloroso. So Oloroso sherry is a Spanish cask. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a completely different kind of, well, maybe not completely compared to regular sherry, but you are getting a different kind of profile finish on the whiskey itself. But what I do not know, Eric, and you might know this, or maybe you looked it up, but do mm-hmm. you know what port or port pipes are? I have no idea. Or port wine barrels? No, it says before finishing in port pipes. Wine pipes? Port wine pipes? I don't know. Maybe a simple Google. Let's see. Do a little let me, Google. Let me search it. And remember, port? it's, yeah, just port pipes. Port wine pipes. It doesn't say wine on it, but maybe. Yeah, I saw it's on the website. I see it says port wine pipes. Do you know that Bushmills is the world's oldest licensed whiskey distillery? Um, I knew that it was one of the oldest. I don't know. I didn't know it was the oldest. I know it was super old. It says on the back of the bottle right here. Uh, we're not the best because we're the oldest. We're the oldest because we're the best. Ooh. Whoa. Okay, so I did a quick search, and um, I think the reason why it's called pork pipe is because they're from portugal so it's just it's basically barrels from portugal um so a, a port and pipe I, is just a barrel from portugal well i think port the port barrel part of it and then the pipe part is i guess a pipe is a large lengthy barrel with tapered ends hmm i wonder so, if that's how they make port wine and they take the maybe they take the port wine barrels and if you're not familiar with port wine, it's like kind of syrupy consistency. It's a lot sweeter, a lot thicker than regular wine, um, which can if it's a port wine, if it's, call, if it's called a port wine, a little off topic from whiskey here, it has to be made in Portugal. So mm-hmm. maybe they take those barrels that you're referring to that you saw online right now, and then that's where they finish aging this whiskey in it, which brings out the extra sweetness that we're getting. Possibly. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures online and it looks like a regular uh, barrel, but it looks like they pinch the ends more. So instead of having this sort of like uh, circular, it's almost like football, a football shaped barrel. It's mm. kind of interesting. Like it kind of it, it kind of goes down from the middle. It kind of goes down and up at each end um, to form this sort of football shape. So I don't know if that does what that does, but it's different. You know, I've never heard of that before for barrel. So I'm learning something right now. That's interesting. And going back to what I brought up, I think it was last or two episodes ago when I brought up Jefferson's with their age that sea, you know, barreling when they put the whiskey in the barrel and they put it out in the ocean for years and they claim that the ocean movement changes the flavor or the profile of the whiskey. That might be the same thing as this by them putting it in that different shape of a barrel changes the finish of it because you have possibly and I'm just guessing you have the thinner ends, which probably gets, you know, more touch to the actual wood barrel itself. In the center point, which is not, it's further apart. Yeah, that's what I would be curious to know, the science. So if any of you listeners out there know the science behind that, it's I'm interested to to learn how if the shape of the shape itself of a barrel changes or helps change the flavor. I got I can't see how I would need it explained to me how that would work. Um, just by changing the shape of the barrel. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally get it. So we started off this episode saying fuck science, and now we're finishing with this episode saying, I want to know more about science. Now we're finishing off with science. Please explain. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you and goodbye.
we appreciate we've, it. we've done a 180. <laughs> not to mention, it. Eric, the time you did a whole 360. Not no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to go back full circle. We want to uh, we want to do a 180 and go from one extreme to another just to get a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Man, dude. So I'm glad I picked this up for you uh, to taste. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank I, you for the two ounces where and you'll keep the rest. I appreciate it. Dude, imagine if I didn't buy it, though. You would have never tasted this because it's out of your range. Yeah, so, I wouldn't. Have, I didn't even know about it. Exactly. I didn't know they had like that six, 16 year like that. But um, thank you, AJ. I appreciate it. You're a good man. Uh, before we close off this episode, since we're talking about Eric's favorite whiskey, you know, we got throwing a little bit of AJ's favorite, a little bit of Jack Daniels information here. Here and we go. As a lot of listeners probably know, Jack Daniels released a 10 year a few years back. And now, you know, it sells at a ridiculous price. If you can find it at retail, good luck. Send me a bottle. Um, but they just released a 12 year that's going to be coming out very soon. So keep your eyes peeled for Jack Daniels 12 year. Get it for, I think the retail is 50 bucks on it, maybe 50 or 60. Uh, get it before it actually ends up going online for about 300. You know, AJ, we had such a good episode. It was great, great <laughs> talk, great topic, great conversation, Bushmills. And then you had to water it down. You had to dilute our episode today by bringing in once again jack daniels you just ruined the episode hey jack daniels sponsor us send us some whiskey thank you oh that's just you fishing for some sponsorship huh dude if if we can get jack daniels to sponsor us which i know we're not because they're so big but if we could i can die a happy man i would really know we can what do you mean we can we we there's a chance why not so dream big there's a dream big so you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. There is a chance. There's always a chance. So how would we do this, brother? How would we close out this episode with our saying in our best Irish accents? Uh, sure, let's do it. Go okay. ahead. Look at charms. Oh, God. Good luck to me. <laughs> that concludes. Oh, God. Wait. <laughs> you can't even finish it on your own, dude. Dude, that's a straight high pitch that came out, dude. Let me just you talk. I suck with my Irish. I can't do accents, dude. Let's just be honest. That was your idea, so you got you to gotta follow through. Oh, I'm, ooh, it's coming, bro. It's coming. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. That concludes today's episode. Thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. Holy that was so crap. Bad. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> that was better. Oh, we suck, dude. I apologize to all the Irish people in advance for this. We apologize. AJ apologizes. Eric apologizes. Lucky Charms out. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.